Family from the Heart Podcast, episode number 374. Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. That's right, my friends. We are back with another episode of Family from the Heart. Stephanie, how are you today? I'm well. How are you? I am well as well. Very good. So I know that we were supposed to have an episode last week. What happened to that? I forgot it was Wednesday <laughs> until it was almost no longer Wednesday. And we needed to finish up our packing for New York City. Yeah, so much to do. Excuse, excuse, excuse. We, do, we weren't here last week. We hope, though, for those of you who were here in the United States, that you had a very happy Thanksgiving. And it seems like, even though I think that's a very American holiday, I know that Canada has a Thanksgiving as well, but theirs was a little earlier. It's like in October, right? But I, you know, I, I noticed that a lot of people internationally also celebrate Thanksgiving. So I hope everyone who celebrates a Thanksgiving had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I know that we did, and we're going to talk a lot it about that. It didn't even feel like Thanksgiving, though. Like, it was completely... It was so different from anything else we've ever... I would agree with that statement. It, it was not like any other Thanksgiving we've ever had before, but it was unique in and of itself, and it was an experience that which I think we'll talk about here in today's episode. Yes. Cool. I'm sure we will. But before we start with your whole list of things... Okay. So you posted a picture this morning... Of, of you working in your office? Working in my office, which um, I'm really loving that I finally got my office cleaned out. And maybe someday I'll actually finish and get the rest of that stuff out of the living room. Um, because the only way to clean the office was to take everything out and put it back in an organized manner. And I just haven't completed that yet. Um, but like, so like I'm getting, the, people are commenting, you know, that's a great space. What a lovely space. All this, And I'm like, I really do have a nice workspace. You do. That's all. When I keep it clean and organized and it doesn't just become everyone's catch all. Um, I really have a great space. You do. It's awesome. If anybody wants to see that, they can go to Facebook. I should do some kind of like video pan or something like, because there's so much that you can't see just from your picture outside the doors. Right. Yeah. yeah. You could do a live uh, Facebook live studio I like, or I um, did that office tour. I, I'm proud of it because that space is out of my head. Like yeah, I you created, created that space. Yeah. Yes. So anyway. Anyway, if you want to see the photo that I took, which is already available, go to facebook.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft. Again, that's facebook.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft. And it was posted on Wednesday, November 30th. No matter when you're listening to this, you should be able to go through my timeline and uh, go all the way back to Wednesday, November 30th, 2016, because some people might be listening to this a couple years later. That's and weird. That it, They are. <laughs> I know. So, yeah, anyway, your office does look awesome, and I I was glad to get that shot of you and shared on social media today. I'm sure you were. Yep. You don't want to know what I was doing. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I won't ask then. I wasn't actually working at that exact moment. You weren't? No. No. Well, I mean, I was working. I was in my office. I was doing work. Uh Uh-huh. But I was more exploring something I was curious about than actually doing the work that I was in my office to do. I got you. I that, that's a, that's actually a part of working. It, it's, <laughs> Is that yes? That's how that's how you that, justify that's that how for I yourself. Justify, yeah, you need a, you need a mental break every now gotcha. and then. Okay, I hadn't started working yet. I was still on my <laughs> mental break. 
You started with a mental break. I did. I love it. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. All right. So anything else you want to share? No, that's all. Okay, cool. All right, so let's talk about our trip to NYC. Where would you like to begin? I have a list, and I'll just mark them off as we go through them. Well, um, why we were we just, there? Why were we there? Megan danced in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Um, something that she was really looking forward to. Oh my goodness, for years. I don't even remember the first time she realized that. She tells me since she was eight. I think that that's probably right. Okay. Because that's the first time that I think she took notice of the fact that um, the studio was was taking girls to go do this parade. And um, so has the studio been doing this every year since then? This um, we the studio does it every four years. Oh, okay. Because if she did it every year, girls would want to go every year, and it's a large cost. So she does it every four years, and that way, and you have to be you have to be. A certain age. And I know four years ago when they went, Megan was just shy of making it. Gotcha. And there was another girl whose birthday is actually... She squeezed in and four days, or something but, like yeah, that. Yeah, I She's remember. four days before Megan and she squeezed in and she, so she got to go twice. But, um, but she has set it up so that girls will be able to go one time. Like right. all girls should be able to go one time. And I know a few who have... Gone twice. Gone twice. But, um, and so this is something that has always, it's always been something that she's talked about. And it's weird now that it's come and gone and it's over. Mm-hmm. And um, just the realization that, because we talked to, I talked to you about this the other day, like this is the last big childhood dream that we will make happen for her. Right. That's weird to think about. Yep. So, but, um, but so we were in New York for, um, the weekend. We didn't go for the parade because getting in line at the parade, finding a spot and see, I mean, the possibility of even seeing her in the parade was so tiny. And, um, and then throughout the week, we wouldn't have seen her very much because their schedule was so busy. Right. So we just decided that we would go up after the parade was over and spend the weekend there for her birthday. Because while she danced in the parade on Thanksgiving, it was also her 17th birthday. And um, and I remember, th- you know, when we decided that we wouldn't go as spectators, that that's what the... Parents that go with parents the children. That go, yeah. Yeah. Um, on the whole trip. On the whole trip. You see the same shows that they see. You you do the same. Um, if you go as a spectator, it's the same cost as as the dancer. And um, for us to pull that off for all five of us was just not possible. And um, so we decided to not go. And I had no problem sending her and just letting her go up and do the week and come home and all but the more I started thinking about it, she wouldn't have been home until Friday. If we if we did that, she would have come home on Friday. Okay. And um but it was her it was her birthday. And I only get two of those left with her actually living here in our house and, that are guaranteed. Right. Like she could go to school here and and live here for several more years, but but only two left here that she lives here. 
And I really didn't want to miss one. I really didn't want to miss one. And um, so we made it possible and and we went to spend the weekend in New York with Megan for her birthday. Yep. I think we all had a good time. I I had a great time. And and I think all of our kids were having a great time at various points. It's kind of like our trip to Europe. Yeah, at various points. At various points. uh, Our trip to Europe... It seemed like nobody was having a great time. But like, nobody was uh, having a great time at the same time. And so, yeah. Yeah. And so, so it was, it was a unique thing. But everybody thinking back to Europe, they're like, oh, wow, that was, yeah. that was a really great well, experience. And, and, and you think about, if you think about Friday, which was the first day that we um, all spent together. It, it was the um, first day that we all five were together all day. Yep. And um, what did we do? We did 9-11 and um, we saw Phantom and we had to, we had, Friday was a great day. It was a great day. For all five of us. Yep. I think we all five had a great day all day long. Um, And then Thursday and and Saturday were completely different, (laughs) but um, but Friday was a great day for everybody. Yeah. And and by, by Saturday... Everybody was well, except for you and I, and maybe you. I don't know, uh, but I I was fine. I I was out. You know, you guys were done on Saturday after or Saturday evening. I went back out. Well, I know, but okay, but you. Anyway, um, I went out and explored the city until like one o'clock in the morning. It's like, listen, well, I'm in. I'm not in New York City. I can sleep when I get back home, which I did, by the way. Yes, uh, I can sleep when I get back home. I can rest my legs. I can. I can sit back and relax and recover. But I am in New York City. I am making all of this. Right. I. I'm. I just want to get out there. So, but anyway, we. I, yes. Overall, I, there were plenty of times when all five of us were having a great time together, and and. Even when some were not all that interested in whatever we were happening to do and they wanted to be back and laying in the, in the hotel room or whatever, there was always something that somebody wanted to do that they got excited about and were loving. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, but before before we talk about what we did in NYC, I would love to kind of just some highlight. What are some of the highlights of things that Megan got to do before we even got there? Oh my goodness. You name it and Megan did it so on the us. island of Manhattan. Um, they did, they did a harp. Okay. They had a lot of rehearsal. They landed Saturday afternoon. Um, they had a five hour rehearsal on Saturday. They had nine hours of rehearsal Sunday morning. And then Monday, they started going out and doing things in the city. Um, I know that they took a harbor cruise. Um, so they could see the Statue of Liberty. To see the Statue of Liberty. I know that I, they went shopping at Macy's. Um, they they saw School of Rock Sunday night, which Megan loved and would love for like to go see again. Um, she said one of the little girls is just absolutely amazing. Um, what else did they, they did? Um, then, so because we didn't go as spectators, um, on the days that they were allowed to be um, signed out with a, with a spectator, um, the director of our studio signed her out and they went and did things. Um, there was a group of girls who, 
went without parents and um so then she took them out and they did and i know that they went um they went to to um carlo's um the original store in hoboken new jersey they um what else did they do they did i mean all they did all kinds of things I can't even remember everything that they did. So if you can imagine, Megan was there nearly a week before we got there. Well, at least most of a week before we got there. And she did all of these things, plus rehearsing hours and hours and hours every day. So we get there on Thursday after she's walked three and a half miles in this parade. It was, um, they walked from, oh my goodness, 81st, 81st Street to to 34th to, to Herald Square. Yeah. So, yeah, they they walked over 50 blocks or something like yeah, that. It, it's it, crazy. Yep. And that was just that was just the parade route. That doesn't count walking to the subway and walking from the subway to their destination, you know. That doesn't count all of their extra. And she that was started just that the morning parade. at like 5 o'clock in the morning or something like that. 3:30. They 3:30 had to be up and ready. Yeah. They she was she was awake at 3:30 that morning doing her hair and her makeup and they had um costume check at 6 a.m yep and then um and then they were ushered outside to where they would wait for their turn in the parade covered in um um what are those called those um polar blankets okay like do you know what i'm talking about they're supposed to hold in your body heat and they, they give them to like runners after you race and stuff um and and then they just sat and waited for like two and a half hours until it was their turn to, you know, until it was their turn to start. So, right. um, crazy long day, crazy long day for her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we get in and we know she's tired, but we, we haven't seen, I don't think I've seen McKenna and Matthew so excited to see Megan ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> ever and um they they had this they had this thing going back and forth about they were each saying i can't wait to see my favorite sibling like that's what they kept telling each other and um Ma- matthew would look at mckenna and say oh it's gonna be so great to have megan back my favorite sibling will be back <laughs> Just, so yeah, she had a long day before we even got there yep at like one I think by the time we had taken our stuff to the hotel and made our way um, to Megan, it was maybe like one, one thirty, something like that. Right. And so we, we got in and well, you flew out. You actually got to the airport before we actually took off. I think Yeah, we were in New York. We were, uh, we landed at LaGuardia and I texted you. We just landed which you followed up like we're boarding in 20 minutes or something like that. So we were there before you even took off from here. Yeah. And you hung out at the airport. You walked over to our terminal where our gate was, yep. where we would get off. And so when we got off the plane, you were there. And at that time, we were like 20 minutes away from when Megan should be on television. So we looked for a place where we could watch the parade from the TV. And so we found this restaurant. Um, it was like a steak restaurant, but they also had some other breakfast items and stuff like that. And they had the parade on. And silly me, I'm thinking, okay, it's it's the parade. So it's, it's got to be one channel has the right to but no. So we're sitting there. We we were, we were asked the wait staff to turn the TV that's on football at, onto the parade. Or it was on something else. And, and we wanted the parade. And so they turned it on, the parade, not thinking about the fact that it was... We M- had to watch NBC. NBC. NBC was the one that was actually going to televise 
the dance right. at a specific time. And so anyway, we we set the we we sat there and watched and watched and watched. And she's like, "What? She should be on by now." And then I'm like, "Wait a second! It was supposed to be NBC. This is not. This is CBS." Yes, right. Um, so then, which was hilarious in that we had sat there, but also I don't think they aired when NBC told them they were going to air. I think it actually was like an hour after. Okay. But anyway, so we, after that, we decided to go ahead and we got a taxi and took it to our hotel, which we stayed at this place called the Blue Moon Hotel, mm-hmm. which is in the boutique low... Boutique hotel. Yes. Blue Moon Boutique. Yes. Hotel. It was cute. It was a nice hotel. I was very happy with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, anyway, it's in the lower east side of Manhattan and uh, not too far away from... Um, Wall Street and all that other stuff. So it, it it was a I I thought it was a very good area, and yeah, the hotel was pretty neat. I I booked it on Hotels dot com is how I found it, and I was specifically looking for a hotel that would allow all five of us to stay in one room. Yeah, and you know just trying because you know I wanted to make sure that if we're going to spend money in New York City, I don't want to spend all that money on two hotel rooms, uh, which is what you would normally need for a family of five. So I found this boutique hotel and it and it showed some of the rooms and some of these rooms are like made for families and they have plenty of beds and and all this stuff and I just wanted to confirm so I called hotels.com and and all this stuff and and he's like yes I and and he researched it and spent some time and I said thanks that's all I need and he goes wait a second I I'm going to I'm going to book this for you now I said no I've got everything already set up inside of the the reservation online is listen you know you, if, if you don't let me do this all the time that i spent with you i don't get a commission i don't you know anything it, it just shows that i and i'm like he says seriously let me book this for you and i'm like all right go ahead and book it for me so he books it for me and it's like 300 dollars cheaper than what i have and i'm like oh and, and i sit there i said are you sure it's this we got a room with a five bed you know or whatever there's room for five people absolutely it's all taken care of so we get to the hotel and check in and they say uh, you know, you, you've got a family of five, it looks like, and your reservation's for two people, for two adults. And I'm like, well, let me explain to you what happened. And so anyway, the guy at the front desk was very cool, and he did charge us for the extras. Uh, he only charges for two additional people, but I had no problem paying for whatever it was going to cost. I just wanted one room instead of instead two. Instead of two, right. And they brought in an extra bed, and with the extra bed, it was a little squeezed in there. But still, the all of the beds were very comfortable, yeah. and the bathroom was clean, and I kind of, it reminds me, it was actually smaller than anything that we stayed in throughout our entire trip in, in Europe. Yes. It was actually smaller than yes. any, so we were in a more cramped space than any of the places in Europe, but yet... I really enjoyed, I, I think we did extremely well as a family of five navigating that small space In and one. having a good time as a family right. throughout the whole thing. Megan, Megan's like, I cannot wait to go home to my bedroom that I do not share with anyone, which is bigger than this room that we're all five staying in right now. Yes. Megan's and, bedroom and was Megan's bigger than this hotel room. bedroom is bigger than the hotel room and it had two queen beds. And a rollaway trundle that they brought in for us because we needed the extra. And it it was funny, but we made it work. We made it work. And not only did we make it work, it was fun. Mm-hmm. I, I think that we had genuinely had some good experiences, some good times 
as a family in that hotel room, which we spent more time in it than I had anticipated that we would because there was, all, you know, kids were tired. But anyway, good, I, great experience at the Blue Moon Boutique in spite of, uh, you know, a little bit of a, a, a snafu with Hotels.com. Right. I, I will never let them book my stuff at Hornby. I will only do See, it now, myself. See, now, I totally, the difference between you and I, I wouldn't have called Hotels.com. I would have called the hotel that I was booking it for. Yeah, that I, makes sense. I totally wouldn't have. That That's just the difference between you and I. But... um. Well, I, ca- I think that's what I was thinking that I was doing. There was okay. a number on there and it and it took me to a hotels.com gotcha. person. Anyway, but you're, you're right. And the thing is, is so we, we would have had a different room had I booked it and done it correctly and stuff like that. But we, but I'm, in a way, I'm glad that we had the room I that we did. T- I am it too. It forced worked. us to be closer together. <laughs> and while it was cramped and not as convenient and all of that, I don't care. It was a good time. I'm glad it worked out the way it, it did. It was fun. It's good. It was an adventure. Always. Ah, so speaking of the parade, we did finally get to see it on the TV. We did when we went back to um, where was she? The Hilton Midtown. Yes, is where Megan was staying with the um, Spirit of America people. And um, as we were leaving with her luggage, they were re-airing the parade in the lounge, mm-hmm. and so we got to sit down and see her. Um, her performance. Her performance. She was quite upset because they they only showed like half the dance. You missed the whole first part. Yeah. Um. Some parents have um. They had a open um rehearsal on Wednesday in one of the ballrooms, and so some parents have posted um videos of of rehearsal, so you can I I have seen part of all of the dance. Um. But uh, but yeah, I was surprised that they would spend all the time working on however many minutes it was and then not even get the whole thing. Now, Megan was sense. at the very front of the whole company of dancers. If you consider from in the direction that the parade yes. would be going, she's at the very front. But they, sh- they filmed it from the side. So it from the front would be on the left all the way to the right, which would be the back of the company. All right. And and so f- with the filming of everything, Megan would be all the way to the left. But unfortunately, until the very end, yeah, they, they never they show. They never pan over they, there They don't go enough. all the way to the end of the dancers, which right. is where Megan is. At the yeah. f- she's at the very front. Actually, she wasn't. She was at the back. Okay. When so, they're dancing, she's at the back. When they run and they yes, get the banner but, and they bring that banner up, then she's But if in the they back. were marching, she'd be at the front. That's yes. what I'm saying. Yes. Okay. So here Megan is okay. finally at, a, at one of these things because this happened to her at Disney as well. She yeah. danced in the Disney parade and you can just barely, I mean, she, there's like a and flash of a second. And we catch her because we know where to look yeah, and, for her. And you have to freeze frame it. You yeah. have to pause it in the exact spot and then it's like, ah, oh, there's Megan. She spent 30 minutes with the remote pausing and going frame by frame to mark every place that she is. And you can see her if you know where you're looking yep. and you watch it frame by frame. And you know that it's her. And you know that it's her. Because really, the only there's only one good freeze frame where you, I mean, she's fully on the screen for, yeah. you know, whatever, how long that frame lasts. And it, it's from behind. It's it's the back <laughs> of her. And she's like, oh, great. My butt's on TV. Yes. But, um. But yeah, she 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 marked off all the places that she is 
I think there were like four times that the camera. Um, yeah, but no, nothing her, where but you can actually like screen, you know, take it. Yeah, no. Pause it, take a picture, and say, "Hey, this is me." On we on could f- pause it and take a picture and circle it with red marker and let me like, not red marker, but you know, but, like your pen. Yeah, but you, but there's no way that you could actually tell it was her, and yeah. that's unfortunate. Yeah, you know, it's like, eh, but you know what? It was really the experience of her being there, yeah, and right, which is what I told her. I mean, we didn't do this so we could see you on TV. We did this because you wanted the experience of dancing in the parade. Yeah. Yeah. And which she got to do. She did. Awesome. So, okay, let's talk about some of the things that we all did as a family in no particular order. I don't think we need to go through every single bit of our days, but okay. uh, where do you want to begin? What was some of the, what name one or two, name one thing that you really enjoyed? Um, One thing that I really enjoyed. Be anything. Okay. My absolute favorite thing is when we tricked Jane and um, we were trying to take her to um, see, she wanted to see Richard Rogers Theater. It was one of the things that she, um, she understood that we weren't going to see Hamilton, but she just wanted to see the theater where it's at. And after we had... Um, she wants to see the room where it happens. She wants to, yeah, it's right. She wants to be in the room where it happens, but finances are saying not just yet. Um when we had, we had, um, you wanted us to have John's Pizzeria. Yes. Right? And I knew that we were right there by Phantom, where, where we were seeing Phantom at, which is at the Majestic. Yes. Is that right? Okay. And uh, and so I'm like, all right, I'm going to look up and see if we have time to walk to Richard Rother- Richard Rogers and, and do this before, before our show. And... Um, it was two blocks down. It yeah, it was it was two blocks away, and so we tell. I don't remember where she thought we were going, but we had given her McKenna and um, Me- Megan. Also, both of them work very well. Like we're gonna go, we're gonna take the subway, we're gonna go have John's, we're going to what else? We're gonna go to Carlos, and we're gonna see Times Square. We're going to walk around Times Square at night a little bit, and then we're going to go to the Phantom, and we're going to go back and you know, on the subway, go to the hotel and go to sleep. Like, they both very well, they very much need that very precise rundown of how things are going. And anytime you try to change anything, they both, like, totally melt down and can't function. Um, what did you try to... I wanted to add Bryant Park. You wanted to add Bryant Park and on the way home. At this part, we are already on the subway, headed towards our hotel. No, we're we're getting ready to get on the subway at the Bryant Park station, literally around the corner. Is from that Bryant what? Park. Okay, okay, and it's like, McKenna guys, can we like, add three minutes like, to our um, outing? No. No, no. You told me we're going back. No, I don't care about Bryant Park. I don't want to see Bryant Park. I don't care if it's on all kinds of... I don't care. You told me I was going back. You can't spring things on me. Like, she's very particular. <laughs> and um, so Bryant Park wasn't happening. But that was after all of this. So, so anytime you try to change the schedule on McKenna, things can get kind of, you know, prickly mainly her and her attitude. <laughs> and um, so we had John's and she must have thought we were going to car. Like she must have thought we were headed to Carlos. Yep. 
And we didn't tell her because we that just, was the plan. We just started walking, and uh, we just started walking. And everybody else at the table knew because I had l- looked up the directions and kind of passed my phone to everybody except for McKenna. Mm-hmm. So everybody else knew what we were doing. Well, we turn the um, corner. We turn the corner, and we're headed towards Richard Rogers, which is two theaters down. And she sees the the Hamilton merch store across the street. And she wants to go there. But I'm trying to take her where I know she actually wants. And so the video that you posted online, um, you can tell that I'm pushing her. Yep. I, I, I'm pushing her forward because she's trying to go backwards to, to the merch store. And I'm trying to send her to where she actually wants to go. And her face and just how excited she got when... When she finally got underneath the awning of the first theater and then could see where she, it, that was my favorite part. Yeah. Hands down my favorite part. It was awesome. Absolutely awesome. And that video, again, is found over on uh, facebook.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft. And then we took her to the merchandise store. Yes. And she got two t-shirts and she got my favorite t-shirt, which is the, I'm just like my country, young, young scrappy scrap. and hungry. Yeah. Which is true for McKenna. She is definitely young, scrappy, and hungry. She is. Awesome For stuff. tons of information. That kid, whew, she cracks me up. So backing up just a little bit, I every time I go to New York City, I eat at John's Pizzeria. It's right. been something that I've done tons of times and have had meetups there and just one-on-one dinners there with people. I took Megan there when I went last time. And again, at, at this time as a family, I wanted to have you all experience John's Pizzeria, which, by the way, if you look it up when you're searching there, it's John's on Broadway or John's John's on Times Square or something like that uh, is, is what it's listed under. But it's John's Pizzeria. It's right across from the Majestic Theater, and it is an incredibly awesome atmosphere. It's an old converted theater turned into a pizzeria, and it's stone out of a pizza. It's very good stuff. I'd love to know... Stephanie, you've heard me talk about this. Did it live up to your expectations? Okay. Um, I'm going to start this conversation with, I don't like pizza, but I have a family that does. Mm -hmm. Um, The cheese was very good. (laughs) If If I ate a lot of crust, I did eat a little bit of, I did eat, you know, a couple bites of a piece of pizza before I stopped eating crust. Mm -hmm. Um, it, It was... It was good, but what I loved about it was the atmosphere. Yes. That the atmosphere is what makes that worth it, especially someone who doesn't care for pizza. Now, their Caesar salad was amazing. Good. Um I st- I started with the Caesar salad because I knew I wasn't going to eat a lot of pizza. Um you ordered a calzone which for someone who sits there and starts this with I eat there every time I go, <laughs> You'd think you would have remembered to order your calzone without ricotta cheese. Yep. But you did not. So it comes. It has loads of ricotta cheese in it. <laughs> loads. <laughs> like five pounds of ricotta there cheese. There weren't five pounds, but there were it, it was oozing out. Um it it was it was very good. I rather enjoyed all of my cheese that I I seriously I had a Caesar salad, and like cheese. four bites of pizza and cheese for dinner. And I, I was happy. I was a happy girl. I was not complaining. Yeah. Which I followed up with the cannoli, which is like more cheese. But um, but the atmosphere was fantastic. The food was good. 
but it really was and it, obviously we were there um it was decorated for christmas and i i loved that i loved that part awesome i did well, and they I'm, did it I'm, well that their their christmas decorations were perfect who's john's oh okay good yeah, so I'm glad you guys enjoyed John's. John's was something that I was wanting to treat the family to. And I'm, I should have let you looked at the menu and see if you wanted to order anything else there. Because they have lots of other things there. But uh, yeah, anyway, I'm glad. that That's something I would highly recommend for anybody who is visiting New York City. Uh, definitely visit John's Pizzeria. I think sometimes you forget that I don't like pizza. And you get in your mind, we're going to John's Pizzeria, so we're going to get pizza. Right. And he came over to order and you're like yeah we want a pepperoni pizza and and a calzone and i'm like okay i guess that's what we're getting then <laughs> can I, I asked you i asked you i said do you want to order anything else and i did and like, i ordered a salad okay good enough yeah all right so l- you mentioned carlos l- what is carlos um we talked earlier about the hoboken store yes we did so um carlos is from the sh- tv show cake boss right well yes Yes, the um, buddy who is the I, I don't know the whole story. I don't, but I know that it's a big deal, and that I probably should know the whole story. Um, Megan went to um, Megan went to the Hoboken store, and um, which is the original. She met Buddy's sister, who runs that store. Um, very adorable picture of the two of them together. Um, we didn't have time to try to get over there so we went to the one on times square and um megan i re- she called me or she texted me she's like mom i'm eating a cannoli from carlos and it is changing my life and um and so she wanted me to experience that yeah. and um i had a cannoli and hot chocolate and it was so good yeah so i i remember going it's it going to carlos especially the hoboken store because i think that's the one that's probably featured in cake boss uh, but you know, going there is, it's kind of like the same as me going to the pawn shop for pawn stars or Rick's restoration from, Probably. from American restoration from the TV show. So you got these big celebrities now that, you know, business owners that have their reality shows. And of course, cake box, I've even watched a couple episodes yeah. of cake boss. It's incredible. The cakes that they make, the things that they can do. Yeah. So I enjoy watching cake boss. So, you know, to go to the Hoboken store would have been a pretty cool thing for Megan. I'm sure she's watched lots of episodes of Cake Boss and probably even preparing for it, knowing that that was one of the stuff. Yeah, because they, they were knew do. they knew ahead of time that that's one of the things that they were doing. So sh- she told us about these cannolis, and you found that Carlos had wa- a location on Times Square. She did, but yeah, okay. And so that's where we went, and you guys had your cannolis. Did, did. did it? Was it life changing for you? I don't know. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. It was worth the wait. It was worth trying um, because we did have to stand in line for a while. Yep. But um, it, it was amazing. I tried the cannoli. I was the the pastry that the cannoli was on. The I mean, it had a pastry taste to it, but it wasn't like it. It, it was a little bit more bitter than I expected okay. the pastry to taste, and the the cream filling inside of it. Nah, it wasn't for me. <laughs> And it wasn't until after I tasted it that they tell me that it's ricotta cheese mixed with a bunch of powdered sugar and stuff. Like, disgusting. No wonder I didn't like that thing. I couldn't understand the fascination behind this cannoli. But what I did see was their strawberry shortcake. And oh my gosh, it was the best. I've had some good strawberry shortcake over the years. 
But this, by far, hands down, was the best strawberry shortcake I ever had. They had these little individual servings of them, but they also had this big, huge strawberry shortcake cake. And I'm like, I could probably tear through one of those things. It was so good. It was so good. I actually went back the night that I was walking around New York City on my own. Mm -hmm. I actually went back and had another (laughs) strawberry shortcake. (laughs) This is a different day. But uh, I went back and had another one. Yeah. It was good. I'm glad. I want, I, I'm wondering, can they ship one of the other ones? Uh, we, we should look into that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Carlos, that, that's a place we would highly recommend to visit if you like sweet stuff. Right? Most definitely. Okay, good. Most definitely. Um, let's see here. What else do you want to talk about? What's one? We still got lots of things to talk about. We saw Phantom. Okay. And why um, did we see Phantom? Do you know why? Because Matthew asked to. Matthew wanted to see Phantom. And Matthew does not like musical plays. Like, or that's what he'll tell you. Right. But he enjoyed Les Mis. But he loved Les Mis. Now, he did tell me he ha- he didn't like Wicked. Okay. Um. But he was, that was also a, several years ago that he saw it. Mm-hmm. So, I wonder if he would... Excuse me. If he would change his mind now, right? But um, but Matthew, uh, he really enjoyed Les Mis when we were in London, and when we asked him what, dude, what do you want to do when we're in? He's like nothing. I I want to see Phantom. Yep. And we made that happen and took him to see Phantom, and um, well, took all of us to see Phantom, but um, really enjoyed it. He he, <laughs> he loved really it. liked it, as did McKenna. Yeah. yeah, and and so really we took, and of course, now you and I have seen Phantom together how many times? I think that Including was the, the third time I've seen it. Okay. For me, I think it was the 10th time I've seen Phantom. Okay. And it is the third time I've seen it on Broadway because I saw it the very first time I took Father Roderick. It was Father Roderick's first time seeing Phantom of the Opera. Uh, my first time on Broadway was with Fan- Father Roderick. My second time on Broadway was with Megan, the time that I just took her. And this was the third time I've seen it on Broadway. And I've seen it, I know, seven times outside of Broadway. Three of those, or two of those with you, I believe. So, and then a lot but with But you had dad. seen it before. Yeah, you yeah, had my, seen it. My dad took me many times to see Phantom. So, anyway, I for me personally, I'm. I, I, it's hard to say this. Phantom used to be my all-time favorite, and then Les Mis came along, and that was tied between Les Mis and Phantom. And I think I've I've just seen Phantom so many different times, and I've seen several very good performances since then. Every single time I've seen Phantom, the performance has been less and less optimal, and I I'm kind of to the place where I'm just bored with the story, and it's like I understand that. But, I understand that. Yeah. I I don't um. It's not my favorite. It's not. Um, I don't know. I I love I love them all for different reasons, obviously. But um, the I don't like. There are things about Phantom that I don't like. Right. But um. See, for me, the the performances is what really draws me in. And there have been a couple times where the performances, the the actual actors on the stage when they're singing, they're bellowing out. And I mean, like they're they're everything is in this. And we talked about this a little bit. The guy who played the Jean Valjean that we both loved so mm-hmm. much 
and he eventually ended up playing a Javert at one point, right? Where I we, don't know. Did we see him as no. a Javert somewhere? I didn't. And it, well, anyway, the the it's actually the Jean Valjean that's on. Once the, you play Jean Valjean, how could you play Javert? I don't know. But anyway, the, he's on the Broadway original Broadway cast recording of of Les Mis, that Jean Valjean. There was a time when he had played Phantom, and I actually saw that. And so him playing Phantom, you don't beat that. There's no there's no performer ever that beats that. And the the thing is is the other actresses there there was the one the one the very first time i saw christine Daae, you know whoever played that she was incredible and she she her she was to the top and you know the andre and fairman they, they they were over the top and grandiose in their comedy and and stuff like that and what i've seen since then are actors where all of a sudden and okay i'm getting older maybe my maybe my hearing is gone but I don't think that that's Maybe. the case. I have super sensitive hearing. I can hear everything. But here's what I can tell you is there are times when they're just, I just barely, I can barely hear them. They're, they're singing, but I feel like they're phoning it in. Okay. Does that make sense? I, Compared to other performances I've seen, all the other right. ones just seem like the actors is like, yeah, we did this at three o'clock today as well. And now it's... But, you know, are they, they didn't. Um... I I understand what you're saying. You've seen it so many times. There are other performances that will always be better. Yeah, and of course, the other thing is is that I can't be surprised when the phantom shows up in the mirror, and I can't be surprised when the bride doll comes out. And I can't okay, be but that was like super creepy this time. I don't yeah. remember it ever being that creepy before, <laughs> ever. Uh, it, the, and I can't be as I can never be surprised by the candles and the boat. Okay, I, you know that. So there, there's some of the elements of the things that first, like, oh my gosh, those things were amazing the first time. I understand. So, and our kids had those experiences. Experiences this time, um, except for the performance, they did not have that. No, but this was the only thing they had to go by, and they enjoyed it. And they enjoyed it. Yes. Um, I I understand what you're saying about. You've already seen, you know, the best people perform those. Um, Carlotta, my favorite Carlotta is Minnie Driver in the movie. Okay. Uh, hands down, I love her. Um, oh, that was another thing. I'm sorry, go ahead. I, and then I'll say something. But um, but one of my favorite things, this theater always does Phantom. And so Majestic? the... Amb- yes. Yeah. So the ambiance of the theater fits the theme of the play yes that is what i was and and we were very close so i felt like i was in it in it like there you know um that was the part that was enough to pull me in yeah we were i wasn't comparing i wasn't i was there i was in the moment i wasn't thinking about any you know past viewings of it um, I loved the kid who played Raul. Uh-huh. Um I I I first he was adorable. <laughs> he was he was a very handsome man. Um but anyway, it was enough that there was so much around me mm-hmm. that fit the scene, that fit the set that I was pulled into it. I I am thrilled that you enjoyed it that much. I did. There was, there is one thing. Um, the very first time I ever saw Les Mis, 
the master of the house was played by let how should I say a large man, right? All well, right. he's supposed to, yeah. He, and and technically he kind of is that. And so this, I I've but however I've seen I've seen Les Mis like five or six times, and I've seen several versions of Les Mis where the master of the house has a wife who's rather lar- played by a rather large person, but the 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 actual master himself is a thinner man but they don't try to pull it off as anything other than that i mean it's just he's a it's a thinner actor and and he he still pulls pulls it off just fine however you can't do that with phantom because phantom when you get to the don juan play that the phantom creates he actually you know there's a line where he says and um pianji shouldn't he needs the don juan needs to lose some weight it's right. not a healthy for a man of pianji's age and so pianji in the play written is a large person you know a, a very heavy set man and unfortunately and it was so distracting to me they had a very thin adult male actor playing pianji in a fat suit and, and I didn't notice. So seriously. it really was, I didn't know until you pointed it out. Oh, it was so distracting because his face was super Megan thin. Megan said the same his, thing. His chin was chiseled. It and was so thin. I was no, just. No neck fat whatsoever. I mean, th- this guy had no neck fat. He had, there wasn't, there wasn't a triple chin. There wasn't a, this guy had one chin. That was it. And, and, but he had this big, huge fat, like chest out all the way to his, you know, belly kind of fat suit under there. And then he had these big, huge fat man cho- uh, jeans and pa- or pants throughout yeah, the whole he play. He was not wearing jeans. No, he had these, fa- <laughs> he had the, he had fat man pants. It was kind of like me. I've lost so much weight, right? It's kind of like if I was to wear my suit that I, you know, had from November 2014 and I put those pants on, that's what that guy looked like the entire time. He looked ridiculous. I wasn't paying attention to him at all. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly, I did not pay any attention to it, his character. It was, it's There so... were far more things going on. on so that's the thing about seeing a play. Mm-hmm. There's so much happening all at once yeah. that you really could not focus on any one thing yeah i for me i'm glad you know what now i'm thankful because everybody in our family has now seen phantom and 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 i can say that we've done that personally i would have loved i mean we're in new york city as a family i would have loved to have gone and see something that you know i've never seen before on the lion king that would have been awesome but matthew wanted to see phantom And I wanted to give him Phantom. And so for him, he enjoyed it at, for the reasons that we talked about. For me, if I never see Phantom again, I, I can't believe I'm ever saying even saying this. You'll be a fine. I'd be fine if I never see it again. That's fine. I will always remember and have fond memories of Phantom with two or three performances that I saw as being mind-blowing. Right. And so I will always love Phantom for that. And um, yeah. And I and I do remember the first time I saw it on Broadway with Father Roderick. Unfortunately, I was way back in the back because we got the really cheap <laughs> tickets. But um, but yeah, I, we had good seats this time. It was awesome. They were they were perfect. All right, so I like that theater. What else do you want to talk about? I have no idea. All right, would you like me to pick something? Nine sure. Eleven Museum. Well, you picked it. Why do I got to start? Oh, okay, so we <laughs> went to the. So we went. Obviously, we saw the. 
the um, memorial poles. Yes. Uh, where the North and South Tower were. Which are beautiful. They are very beautiful. And it, you know, I, what an amazing testament of, of reverence that the city has for that. Yeah. Because, it, I mean, if you think about, if you think about the amount of, of worth that real estate is, you know, that, that, you know, to put buildings back right. in where right. those were to, to, to say, you know what? No, we are, we are not going to, we're going to memorialize what happened here and those who were fallen. And we are going to make a permanent reminder that the, you know, that those people will never be forgotten what happened that day. And I, I think that's an incredible thing that they, that they, that those pools are there, that they created that. And, and what, I mean, rather than just being holes in the ground to have them as, as the, as, as a waterfall and that it, it's, it's they're incredible. beautiful. I, I just, I don't have words. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't have words. And so we also went and did the, we did the museum 9-11 Memorial Museum, which uh, I think Megan had said that somebody in her group when, had gone through it and, and said that they were not all that impressed by it. But She did say that one of the chaperones said that they weren't impressed by it. Um, that there wasn't enough stuff there that they would have thought that there was more stuff. Like, and I really want to say, really? Yeah. Really? Like I'm, I'm, I'm holding in my insult right now. Yeah. We went, and I, I will I, tell you, it was an incredible experience. It if was. you haven't gone through the nine eleven Memorial Museum, this is something. And you, by the way, uh, plan at least four or five hours oh, to yeah. go through this thing. It takes it the um the section that is when you get to when you get to the part that actually starts to talk about nine eleven, and you walk through the part that is talking about the ta- the attacks that day um from right there i think you're only halfway done yeah like when you start there you're on- you're only halfway done um you really do need time to i i loved the all of the beginning part about the buildings and how they were built and why they were i i i really loved all that um because it, it's not something that that i knew yeah. You know, um, it, it was an, it was an incredible thing. It was the same. I had that same, how did I describe it to the kids? Um, the same heaviness in my stomach and, and a total reverence over my entire body that I felt going through Anne Frank's house or, um, or, um, the Holocaust Museum in DC. Like I felt I had the same, my body reacted the same way. Right. It it was, it was an incredible thing. And to walk through with, with McKenna who wasn't born yet. And Matthew who was a week old and has talked about it every year at school, but doesn't, you know, doesn't remember, doesn't remember it. And well, even Megan doesn't remember it. Um, but, but to take it in and to understand what happened that day and what changed that day—I mean, that—that's a pretty, that's a pretty big thing. It is. Anyway. Yeah. So that's definitely something. If you're visiting New York, definitely go there. Mm-hmm. Uh, order tickets online beforehand. 
Uh, oh, definitely. Like the day before. Because uh, the, the tickets way. are timed. Like they'll, they, they, you know, um, for space reasons, only so many people could go in at a time. Um, so, so your tickets are timed. Like ours were for 1230. And yeah. um, there were people in front of us who had tickets for one o'clock or where's the, I don't know. It was one o'clock or one thirty, and they they the security was sending them away. You need to come back when your yeah when your ticket says so. So definitely want to do that. And another thing that I would love to do the next time I'm there, and and you want to get tickets ahead of time for this as well. But that is the NBC Studio Tour at Rockefeller yes. Center because from what I understand, you can go and see the set of the Tonight Show uh-huh. and also the set for Saturday Night Live. And that's something I think we all would have enjoyed a whole we lot. We would have. Had we thought of that ahead of time, we yeah. would do that. Definitely um, didn't think about it until we, we got there. And it's like, hey, do you have any tickets? It's like, yeah, it's for tomorrow. And I'm like, <laughs> ah, we fly out tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so that that would have been cool. But I did just, I did enjoy just being there and seeing it. And um, What, the Rockefeller the Center? The Rockefeller Center. Yeah. And um. The whole plaza, we we yeah. we were able to briefly glance over at the ice skaters, and we saw the tree that was at out there. Stephanie walked through the NBC store, which I enjoyed. Yeah, I we, did. actually, we all walked through. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the NBC store. It was it was cute to see all the little different you know stuff for the different shows, and even Friends, who's been off TV forever now, um, they're still selling Friends stuff in. In the store. Anyway, it was, I enjoy, I enjoyed walking through the store. Awesome. So should we continue to talk about that? Cause there's lots of things or should we go ahead and wrap this episode up and then like pre-record an next episode for next week where we talk about the rest of this. Either way would work. Either way would work. What do you want to do? I don't know. Make a decision. Okay. Let's finish later. Finish. Like, keep like going. I have to go get kids. I, Megan didn't drive today. Okay. So. So we need to wrap up now. So we need to wrap up now. We can record later for this to continue for next week. I'll tell you what. Let's or, not do that. How about we wrap up now? Yep. And next week we'll talk about the rest of the things on the list. Okay. That way we don't have to because re- I've got some other things I have to do this afternoon. So after do re- I. Awesome. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. <laughs> and we'll, we'll tell you more about what. So funny. Nothing. Something to add to the list when we're done. Okay. That way they don't know what we're adding to the okay. list. Okay. Awesome. So tune in next week if you want to find out what else we did and what else we might recommend or not recommend in New York City. And until next week when we come back and share all that with you, we encourage you to live your life on purpose.